Hey, Garrett. Mm, yes, Poka. Do you bring another girl along every time you take somebody out? You got to have a backup. It's like a burner. Yep. Well, I hope you don't burn those bridges. Zing. Hi, I'm Boca. And I listen to Too Much Future. And welcome to the Bromance Podcast. That's two guys talking about romantic comedies because love is dead, moves are real, and rom-coms were better before 9-11. Not because of 9-11, just coincidentally, previously better. Do you agree or disagree Hmm. with that? It's almost like someone wanted the quality of rom-coms to go down and therefore to take revenge on a genre they did not enjoy. They orchestrated a terrorist attack on U.S. soil to impact the quality of rom-coms. But can you have a confession to make? Jet fuel can't melt John Hughes. What movie are we talking about today? Some kind of wonderful. Okay. Yes, I... True. It's it's not the best thing ever. But it was like... You know what it is? Mm. Mediocre old beats mediocre new to me. It's just aesthetic. Yeah, because at least the aesthetic... Because it's earnest. It doesn't need to be ironic. It doesn't need to wink. You know, the, was this a rom com? Because I I felt rom. Did you drum? I felt drum. There's no calm. No one's calming in this movie. You didn't, you didn't laugh? I don't think so. No. Mm. I mean, to your credit, you know, looking at, you know, you go to the Wikipedia and like, what's the the top line or whatever? Like, some kind of wonderful is a romantic drama film, and then like, Wik, uh, but IMDb has rom mm. rom romantic comedy and drama all there at the top. Um. Uh, there were some jokes. Like, remember when the, the guy's in the detention, he shows the art book, all the guy rips off his desk. That was shows, cute. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it, it, it wasn't so heavy. I mean, they made the occasional uh, throwaway joke in Saving Private Ryan, but comedy did they? not. They did. Uh, I don't know if I've actually seen Saving Private Ryan front to back. Matt Damon's young. And then he's old in that gift. And then he's old. <laughs> that's, that's the synopsis of Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Tom Hanks. Whew. So you didn't like it that much? Eh. It was like uh, it's like a good parallel for this movie that's also in the 80s. It kind of reminded me of like Rock You Like a Hurricane, like that song by oh. I Forget Who, where it's like it comes on and you're like, oh, well, 80s hair metal. I remember mm-hmm. this. But like you can't remember the band. You don't know <laughs> like anything else about it other than Rock You Like a Hurricane's on. And they tried to make a bastardized version called Rocky Like I'm Herman Cain for Herman Cain's uh, run and whatever the fuck. Herman Cain deserves nothing good. Um, I mean, this is a John Hughes. This is a John Hughes film. Mm -hmm. Uh, How how acquainted are you with the works of John Hughes? Uh, He did Breakfast Club, right? Yes. 16 Candles? Yes. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Home Alone. Yeah. did he, uh, Miracle on 34th Street. I have a list. All he does is make bangers. That's all he does. He hits. He hits yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, so I was like, you know, and the reason this was even it on my radar was because remember when we did last season, um, he's just not that into you. Yes. Uh, one character is watching this movie and I was like, what is that movie? I've never heard of it. And so that and, and put, I put on the list for later and that, that brought us here. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want I want to get your how this ranks with other John Hughes films real quick. Okay. Um, this might have um, been better for the end, but like I'll just say here it's too late. Yeah. I'll say Fair. better or worse. Yeah, okay, go, go, go. go. No, 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 I like yours better because I can't name them all. Yeah. Better or worse. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, is this better or worse than it? It's worse. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's easy. That's his best movie of all time. Yeah. Um, let me go something shittier. Uncle Buck, better or worse? I don't know if you saw it. Haven't seen it, but I'm assuming it's better. 
Uh, have you seen Sixteen Candles? Uh, yeah, this was better. No, oh, this. Uh, no, sorry, that was better. This oh, was okay. Good. I was yeah. like, okay, that's actually strong. Um, Long Duck Dong aged so terribly. Yeah, um, not a great name. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's like every African American character in anime before like t- the early two thousands. We were just like, oh, oh, okay, Mr. Popo, that's that's a hate crime. That's that's blackface. Yo, shout out fucking Shaman King, which I was enjoying perfectly well. You, mm-hmm. everyone might remember from the four kids dub growing up Saturday morning cartoon. And then you read the manga, it's like, oh, here's a new black character. What's his name? Choco Love. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, I got the whole run of the manga at a thrift store in Montana like four years ago because yeah. I had never watched anime. And oh. then I got to that and I was like, okay, well, Choco Love is here. And, and, he's, <laughs> and he hits hard too. He's not like he sucks. He's not a side character. He's one of the top no. five power, most powerful of the main dudes or whatever, at least yeah. top six. But it's like, goddamn, yikes. It's upsetting sometimes. Yeah. Being right. a black anime manga fan is sometimes just exhausting. Same, man. I just wanted your face to do that. He said, same. (laughs) Garrett's like, I'm I'm just like Logic. Um, Dude, Logic is, uh, Logic's kids. You know what I mean? It's like at a certain point, if you have to take a 23 in me, you know? The the key is to never get, I think think I got this right. Um, The key is to never get, I think it was Diana Ross, where it's Mm -hmm. like, this is this is almost gonna make me sound like a eugenicist or miscegenation or fucking anti-loving D Virginia, but it's like, oh yeah, love is love. And then you look up one day and you're the only black person in the family photo. And that's 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 not the I, I look, yeah, that's not gonna happen to me. Yeah. I rebuke it. And, and love is love. And you you don't you don't choose who you marry based on how what your fucking family portraits are gonna look like. However, exactly. You look up one day and you don't want your grandkids saying like, oh, I can say the N-word. My grandmother's Diana Ross. I'm like, bitch, you yeah. off the room. I'm going to grab you by your ear and make you fetch a switch. So get the fuck on. And then you just have like weird genetics where it's like, well, who is the head, the offensive coordinator for the 49ers that went to the Dolphins? That's like everyone's like, he. they were like, we have diversity in the NFL. And you're like, it's the whitest looking man that anyone has ever seen. But he ironically, white. he looks like logic. And fucking Paige just sent me a meme about him. Fucking uh, Joey Molinaro. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, you would know. Yeah, so I was like, I mean, uh, he's he just seems like a very cool dude. I remember he was all pumped when somebody's name was Mike Jones. I'm like, he seems really nice. Um, but it's like, don't – oh, I, I pity every light-skinned, super-mixed person that gets dragged out to tap dance every time white people want to be like, see, we're diverse. I'm like, oh, honey, sorry. <laughs> How does this movie open, Buck? <laughs> How does this movie open? Right. So uh, some kind of wonderful – set against the strict social hierarchy of an American public high school in suburban Los Angeles, right? And we got Keith. Uh, oh, fuck, sorry. I spoiled his name. Damn it. That was one of the I, only two people in this entire movie whose name I remembered. Yeah. Oh, I well, might okay, be able to mind Palace the enemy, but that's about it. The enemy? Yeah, well, the douche. Oh, the douche, yeah. Oh, it's such an 80s movie to win this kind of fun, you know? Yeah, I will say it's like now it's like people have the characters have layers and it's like this guy's a dick, but maybe we understand his childhood or he's just a dick and not like super obvious ways. And this movie, it's like, what's up, poor kid? 
uh, homophobic slur, homophobic slur, uh, <laughs> suck my dick from the back. And then you're like, and then he has like his flock of seagulls haircut and his fucking jacket. And he's driving like the worst Pontiac Firebird that was ever designed in the history of the company. The generation that came into their 30s uh, post-World War II, like so like uh, in the, who came into their age uh, to run shit in the, in, uh, the 1980s. Hitler. Those Gen Xers, right? Um, I'm not even I'm not even 100 percent sure. I can't do the math right now. I'm drunk. Yeah. Um, Your baby boomers so, with us. We got two. You options. know, when when Hitler was the boogeyman, mm-hmm. you then the villains you created in your pop culture are so fucking one dimensional. Oh, like yeah. when you grew up watching Vietnam, you're like man, shit's complicated. You grew up watching Hitler, you're like, great, good guy, yep. bad guy, simple. I'm gonna treat my girlfriend unironically like an object yeah but no hesitation no. and and not and be like yep this works and so we, we'll, we'll meet that character later but we see um keith Ner- uh, nelson eric um and he he's he's a loner i'm air quoting audio mm. experience he's a loner he's an outcast he's different he's kind of the coolest fucking guy he is he, and it's like well that was kind of the other problem is it's like yeah. He's they cool. always make the heroes. If you know what it is, it's like Peter Parker syndrome before No Way or before Far From Home or whatever. No Way Home, one of the home yeah. movies. It's because like every other Spider-Man movie, it always be like Peter Parker's an outcast, particularly the like Amazing Spider-Man ones. And then it's like all he does is like crush pussy and skateboard and like get high fives from everyone at school, other than like one guy who just doesn't like him for reasons that we never find out. It's mm-hmm. like in this movie, it's like. This guy paints and is the best looking guy in the movie and like clearly has like, you know, everything going for him. But like he doesn't want to go get a business degree. So fuck you. Like he has artistic skill and he works on cars and it's like motherfucker. And he's like, Like, he has great hair. He's not like, you know what he looks like? He looks like, um, um, oh, no, Mark. What's his face? Um, the guy that played Luke Skywalker. Oh, Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. He looks like yeah. a young Mark Hamill. Yes, yeah. I, I can see that, right? So Keith, blue-collar family. He's going to be the first one in his family to go to college, so help his father. Um, but he doesn't want to go to college. Um, yeah. He just well, – at, at, at max, at best, he wants to go to art school. Which I, I did – this was my, like, old man energy. Now that I'm 30, I can talk like this. It was, like, <laughs> when his dad was, like uh, – you know, I just got done like doing manual labor for fucking 16 hours. That's why you're going to college. So you don't have to do this horrible shit. Mm-hmm. And his son's like, I want to do it, whatever. I was kind of like, kid, but no, you don't understand because you're too young. You don't want to do 16 hours of horse shit that you hate. Your dad's mm-hmm. trying to be nice to you. Like this actually is an opportunity to not suffer the pain that this poor broken man who's hunched over a couch covered in grease has had to do. Oh, yeah, no, here's the thing. We're both old enough to be fathers, knock on wood, knock on wood, yeah. knock on wood. Um, hey, you just block them on Father's Day. You'll never know. Oh, Garrett. How many I people got my are trying to reach out this on. We don't know. They're blocked. Uh, They're blocked. Yikes. So, but it's like, fine, he doesn't want to go to – I, I and, and fuck, fuck it. We'll unpack it here. Dad wants him to go to college. He doesn't want to go to college. Or do we know what he wants? Do we know what Keith wants? Yeah, the guidance counselor is like, he wants to go to, like, an art college, if anything, and, like, is mm-hmm. big into art, art all the way, and then eventually he just tells his dad, I don't even want to go to college, and, you know, everyone, there's a lot of very successful people that didn't, there's a lot of people that, you know, that doesn't quite work out that way, so you just, you hope the art works out. 
No, easy. Go to go to a state school, double major in arts plus automotive engineering or whatever, and design yeah. cars. The end. I fixed your life. You're welcome. Well, well. Oh, I said, does he like cars or does he just happen to work on cars? Like he just works on cars, but I'm sure he'd uh, want okay. to design them. Well, the other thing is like the internet's the great equalizer. Like now it's like mm-hmm. you can like, I'm going to go to business school. And then like you can realistically build like a very profitable online art side hustle that turns into your full job with like a vague understanding of how the internet and monetization works like back then it was like the 80s was like what are you going to do paint on a canvas and then put it in a room for money like you dumb (laughs) fuck like yes that's not going to happen that's like eight people you know yeah yeah so uh, that's loaded and it's hard whatever that's that's the main conflict that uh keith has with his father meanwhile he has a best friend with like who looks like a alternative version of robin wright uh, she always got her drumsticks on hands. Girls who play the drums are the coolest. Garrett, what's that name? Oh, it was okay. So it's like uh, it's like a wrench or Weezer or something. Like it's like a stupid name. Um, it's probably her last name. Oh, that's a good. I just thought her parents were like, "Fuck it, our kid's alternative." Um, looks like we name your kid like Apple or something. Um, Okay, now I'm just milking this to stall for time. But you know, like Sherlock Holmes, how he had a, it was like a. Who's the side character in Sherlock Holmes? This isn't helping. The brain palace is making. Oh, I know exactly who the side character in Sherlock Holmes is. Elementary, my dear. Yeah. Oh, Watson. Watts. Watts. It's Watts. Thank you. That was a, that wasn't a layup. You, 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 I'll, I'll yoked it, but it's fine. We got it. Fine. You got it. Watts is the best friend. Um, and she's always got her drumsticks, and she's cool, and she's fighting rumors that she's a lesbian. Um, Girl, and, me too. Or what does Drake say? Am I cool? I, I haven't listened to certified. Yo, honestly, boy. that was kind of the vibe of. I, we're fucking up the order, but I don't care because I'm Go not going to remember this. The one dude that's into her that has like the almost like it has this like buzz cut Billy Idol vibe. He's like very into her, and he's like, I heard you might be a lesbian, but like maybe you're not. And I'm like, dude, low key kind of could be a lesbian like he like has he looks like a woman who might be a lesbian what's the deeper point you're looking to you just want to oh share? i don't know i just thought that was interesting i was like the dude that's into her he was funny and, and the whole running joke is like she could be a lesbian because it's the 80s and that was funny um, you're a woman with short hair you must be attracted to other women and it's like exactly and then the one i don't know i just the, the optics of the whole thing was just like casting clearly but like he wanted to drive that home further Okay, well, that aside, uh, Keith has a crush on this girl played by Leah Thompson, a.k.a. Mom from Back to the Future. Uh, She's the most popular girl in school. Garrett, what's that name? Oh, crap. This is what I don't have at all. I think I might be able to, like, get to the bad guy if I wanted to. Wait, did you say Lisa, or did I just make that up? Her, her real name is Leah Thompson. Uh, it's something stupid. It's like a. What's well, not? Her name's very normal. Is it an A name? Yes. What do you got for me, Garrett? Uh, I right now I got Ashley, Amanda, uh, Alyssa, but with an A. <laughs> um. I'm just shot in the dark. I'm going to go with, uh, what are other, Alyssa, Amanda? I don't know. I don't know. A, a, which, Amanda. One, which one's your final? Amanda, Sorry. but I think it's Ashley. So which one? 
I'm going to go with Amanda, but I think it's Ashley. Garrett. You are right. Hey! Amanda hey, my Jones. Brain. Like that song by the Rolling Stones. I'm surprised that, that was... That, yeah. yeah, they played the song. Oh, uh, they played been. it three separate times. I was very disappointed in you just now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Me too, man. So, Amanda, and so a little tangent. Amanda Jones, played by Leah Thompson. Um, Keith Nelson is played by Eric Stoltz. Mm-hmm. This movie came out in 1987. Uh, Eric Stoltz was going to be Marty McFly. He oh, shot wow. for like five weeks and he got dropped. Wow. Uh, I, they didn't like the direction. I think maybe he was going too dramatic when it's supposed to be more comedic. Okay. Uh, talk to talk to Zemeckis, but it was like so, so in that movie she was going to be his back 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 in time mother. Um, and here that's she's the love interest to Eric Stoltz. Mm, okay. and my, I loved him here. I thought I've never seen Eric Stoltz in other shit, but I was like, oh, you were great here. I thought Keith was wonderful. Yeah, he was so was cool. Great. Yeah, even though his plan later on made no sense, but like literally, we'll talk, man. yeah, we'll talk about that later. Fine. So Amanda is going out with Douche Canoe Magoo 9000. Yes. You're alluded to with the Flock of Seagulls haircut and objectifies women to a degree that even Future would be like, Jesus Christ, bro, she can vote. No, not enough. If Future <laughs> as could you use women as actual pieces of furniture in his home, he would. Oh, well, that's terrible. Um, I know, I'm just saying, he's worse than this guy. Oh, you think... I don't... Because... Mm, who would who's a more ladies Boca is now defending future as as the lesser of two evils watch him very it's, carefully because <laughs> it's like in this movie fucking this boyfriend mm. supposed to says don't look at my property in reference to a human being i was like take yeah. it easy slave yeah. master yeah big energy huge yeah. energy future wouldn't I, I don't know him personally. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he'd say my property, but he definitely would say my bitch. Mm. Yeah, Which so, I think implies the same thing. It's just like, it sounds cooler. That would be, be, be a good poll to run. Who's, who's more of a misogynist future or this character? But I Garrett, actually do that. What's this character's name? Fuck. Wait, actually, I made a mental note of this. Because mm. um, uh, it was like misogynistic. Oh, uh, what's her face? Um... The one that did the the Dougie dance or the whatever with the she was a Victoria's Secret model. She's a cat daddy, the cat daddy. And she was in that ad by. Oh, uh, what what they call Carl's Jr. in the Midwest? Uh, Hardy's. That's his name. Hardy. What is up with that, by the way? <laughs> oh, I have no idea. For the longest time, I'm like, if, if in California, if you want to start calling it Hardy's, great. If in the Midwest, you want to change it to Carl's Jr., great. We know both as a nation. We don't give a fuck anymore. Just, you know, if you're going to put a woman with big fake titties on the television and have her eat a burger, at least pick one name. Just give Those me are real. Well, hers are, but most, uh, there's a lot of, oh. there's a lot of plastic that's been saved from the ocean. Okay. So, there's this microplastics in our bloodstreams now, dude. There's microplastics in our bloodstreams? Yes. From work done or just, it just are? No, just from like, we fucking exist and we drink uh, from enough plastic water bottles that's in us now or whatever the fuck. I'm like, I hate to see it. But here I am trying to sort my recycling. And I'm just uh, trying to sort out my BBL. So, I mean, yeah, we both, we both, we both have, have issues. A to bear. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Fine. Hardy is the douche canoe. Uh, Amanda Jones is the cool girl. Watts plays the drums. And Keith should be more popular. If he went to high school 20 years later, he'd be cool. Yeah. 
and that's such this a was, this, that was like one of the first moments where i was like appreciating 21 jump street when they did yeah. the modern version and he like goes to high school and he's like what's up i play football suck my dick nerds and like all the like nerds that are like fairly like traditional 80s nerds that are like fairly like sensitive and like aware of social issues and like very techie were all like the cool kids in school and he was looked at like he was the jackass that just <laughs> exactly things are better now uh and so Keith is enamored with and love with and attracted to Amanda. He doesn't know her, whatever. But she's pretty. She's very yeah. pretty. Um, and so uh, he, he tries to get her. He tries to get at her. He's just kind of stalking her for a bit, yeah? Yeah, a little bit. He's like, you're interesting. Let's see. Let's see about this. Yeah. And it kind of culminates, or the very important turning point, is uh, she's getting detention because she, like, skipped tennis or whatever she's, she's supposed to get detention she she yeah. flirts her way out of it with a bald which man also oh my god so it's like this is again it's just we're a, it's a different era we've different time we're different time but you couldn't do it now but it's just like the idea of like a 16 year old girl being like what's up mr peterson like i just don't want to do detention and like the subtext is i'll blow you and he's like oh okay great you don't have to do detention she's like great we all love your hair and he like has the hairline of dr phil yeah. And like, we love the way you like wear it like that. Everyone wants to blow you at school. He should have known at like, that point. Right? He, he should have started crying. No like, don't you fucking say that to me, okay? You're in suspended, you're suspended, suspended now. She's like, it's not your fault. He has a full fucking goodwill yeah. hunting. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fine. But anyway, Keith hears that Amanda's going to be detention. So he just pulls a fire alarm to get detention. I think you can just show up in detention and it won't stop you. And be like, oh yeah, yeah, I guess they didn't write it down. Whatever. He didn't have to pull right. the file. He's going to detention so he could be near adjacent to next to Amanda. Yeah. Um, she's not there, but uh this is a very important opportunity where he gets to bond with the the troublemakers, the ruffians, the hoodlums, the hoodnicks, what have you. Dudes in their late twenties that are in high school. <laughs> Led by also a very cool he was a douche at first, but cool fucking ugh, troublemaker finger wag yeah. Duncan. He is so cool. Thank God you didn't ask me. I wouldn't add shit for that. Oh, that's a deep cut. Like, they they credited him as skinhead. And it's like, first off, you're not a full skinhead. He looks like a young De Niro. He did. So is he famous? Because I was like, Uh, he has the head of someone who'd be famous, but I don't think he has the the career of someone who's famous. His real name is Elias Kotas. Um, He's been in stuff. He's still working. He's worked actively up to 2017. Let me see. He was in... Now you see me, a very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas, uh, Winnie Mandela, Let Me In, the vampire movie, Shutter Island. Oh, um, that's big. Yeah, The Haunting in Connecticut, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Shooter, Zodiac. Um, okay, so recently he's paying his mortgage, he's, but he's had bangers in the past. Okay. He's Gattaca, Crash, okay. yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. He was Casey Jones in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Three. I'm surprised that's not his first credit. I'm I'm on Wikipedia, not IMDb. Uh, yeah, but he's done also. Some I'm shit. just fucking with you because it's probably his worst movie. <laughs> I mean, it gets. Oh, and he had a small, small. He was in an episode of The Sopranos. He does some TV work too. Okay, okay. Good for you, working actor. Good for you. Yeah. So, fine. He meets Duncan. Uh, Duncan's carving some bullshit into a table while uh, our sweet and cool boy, cool Keith, is uh, doing his art. Probably drawn one of many portraits of Amanda. Yeah. Now. Uh, we're outside of school. And also, the whole time, every time uh, Watts and Keith are hanging out, they're ta- Watts is like, 
I can't. I don't understand why you're into this girl. She's vapid and vain, and yeah, she lives. She lives in the poor neighborhood like us, but she's up to no good. And it is insane. It is absurd how Keith doesn't see that Watts is into him. Yeah, it's kind of upsetting. It's insane. It hurts. Well, it's to the point. This movie's funny because the subtext lesson is: if you cuck hard enough, you will win. <laughs> like it's like. I mean, that's definitely been a general a lesson that many people have taken away from film. From rom-coms, actually. We're supposed to I be know, Which is that. hysterical, because I don't think that ever has worked in human history. <laughs> like, where you're like, uh, show me the man or woman who is the chauffeur for their romantic oh, interest Jesus. to go hook up with a different person, that they then come back to that car, see their chauffeur, and go, you know, the night of passion I just had was great and all, but I think I'm going to have sex with my friend who has no self-respect and is dressed as a chauffeur from the 1950s. And especially when your crush was actually kind of coming around on you. Yeah, coming around hard. Yeah, so we'll talk about that at the end. But it's like, yeah, I will kill myself. And I'm saying this on record. I will kill myself before I ever fucking do that. Jesus. Good. Everyone yeah. needs a line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I found mine. Yeah, but but mind you, Watts does not have a good family. We don't see it. But no. that's ironic because maybe they're just straight up not there. Right? Like, Keith is, Keith is so oblivious. I mean, maybe that's the point. You're 17 years old. You only think about yourself. Yeah. He's like. They're they're out working at the because he works at the gas station. He both fixes cars and it's one of those gas stations where you have to pump the gas for the people. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's wild that that used to be a job. It's still a thing in like a couple states. I think it's like you have to in Jersey. Uh, I mean it's okay. Like the fact that it's uh, used to be like a fifty state job is just like insane. Or that you'd be yeah. like, hey, you know, check my oil or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's absurd. But. So they're they're work when he's working the gas station. She hangs out with him. She's like, "Oh, you going to order out for food?" Keith's like, "How can we never eat at home?" It's like, "Bitch, you know she's poor and has no family." Yeah. Or the like, they're not taking care of her. No, her yeah. name's Watts. Yeah. <laughs> Probably her last name again. But yeah, so she has a bad time. Life sucks. Um, she likes the drum. One gripe yeah. though. Her drum is, this is good. a very dumb gripe. I think she's playing the right part for the drum fills. Like, I think mm. she actually knows how to play the drums, but it, mm. there's the drums that are you're hearing are like an 80s synth drum kit that are like on a plastic drum kit where it's mm. put through a MIDI controller. And she's just playing like actual drums. Yeah, it's like, they wouldn't good. sound like that. So mm. I'm glad that I really, you know, picked the peppercorn out of the chicken shit on that one. Let's keep it moving. Yeah. So Amanda breaks up with Hardy. And... And they're at the, the mall or the outdoor promenade. And Keith almost immediately goes up to ask her out. Schmidt shoots shots. The second he saw an opening, it was over. He had to give some space there. It's Ooh. too. Yeah. But I mean, it, it worked out in his favor because yeah. it was very much like a see Hardy. I don't need you. Other people want me, which is true. Yeah. Also, if uh, someone's high value enough, you need them at their lowest point. It's like if you watched Rihanna got. Bro- we are not up with... talking about high value, low value people. We're not going to be <laughs> we're not going to be one of those podcasts, Garrett. Fine. I don't... But if you saw like Rihanna or Halle Berry get broken up with IRL, I think you're swooping in five minutes because that's the only t- chance you're going to have. The that's the only tight for Halle Berry. The window's very tight. Yes. So and and so with this tight window, Keith slides and she's like, fuck it, I'll go out with you. Um, and then also like seeing uh, Keith with Amanda makes Watts realize her feelings for him are perhaps deeper than she realized before. Mm-hmm. Um, so but Amanda starts to lose popularity at school, which was Jesus Christ. So you're only friends with her because she's with Hardy or is it just because you're not that you're not with Hardy, but you're with a loser, loser, air quotes because you're with a loser. 
That's some bullshit. <clears throat> she didn't some, win the divorce. That's some bullshit. Her friends suck. I mean, yeah. obviously. Um, although shout out that you did you that one this is so not helpful. I was like, her one friend had a face that I think we all recognize, but like who the hell is this? No, I, I saw I know the friend that you did the face, but I don't remember who the face was. So it, the actress is Molly Hagen, because I looked this up. I don't just know that. Um she played what the fuck is this friend's name? It doesn't matter. She played the main friend who only had who had talking lines. Um Shane. And so like when as the thing with uh Keith is continuing along, she just straight ignores her while she's talking with another rich girl about their spring break plans. Mm-hmm. Um and I was like, this is so rude. This is y- I also are- love it's funny as you get older how like pieces of shit in high school would brag about the shit their parents were doing for them. And mm. it's like, bitch, you don't have any money. Like you're fucking 16. Mommy and daddy have money. You're just an asshole. You'll figure you this out at credit. some point. But yeah, no. You, you didn't credit. earn this. You don't deserve oh. this. Yeah. But fine. So she's having a hard time. And and Hardy kind of uh reasserts that as like you're gonna have a very lonely year if you don't come back to me, woman. Uh yeah. and because you turns- know it's love when you get it back through fear and intimidation. Mm-hmm. So uh, what happens next? Uh, you know, that's a good question. Uh, is this one like, uh, oh, is this one the sisters at the mall? Yeah, I, I, I think it was like the, 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 she has a, oh, we didn't even talk about the sisters. And only, only one of them matters. Um, but both, uh, the one who I matters care. does not have a role in this. So Keith is the oldest of three. He has two younger sisters. Um, in fact, do we do you remember the sisters' names? Is that too deep of a cut? Is that unfair to I ask? Can, I got nothing. I'm gonna go with Susie and Susie too, Electric Boogaloo. Okay. So the middle sister is Laura, uh, mm. played by Maddie Corman. We don't care. But the baby sister, that's fucking DJ Tanner from Full House. Oh shit, I didn't even recognize her. You didn't notice that? No. It's so obvious. She looks she's looked the exact same her entire life. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, to play the super precocious one is I feel like this isn't a balanced meal here, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, okay, everywhere yeah. you look. Let me look. Uh, yeah. Bob Saget, you'll be missed. Uh, poor one out. I know. Of, of that cast, he was not who I had out going first. Do I want to ask? I think we were going to lose an Olsen. It felt on brand. They've been fine. They're just doing fashion stuff. I know, but there was a time they were, like, wiling out. I don't know. I thought, like, Colombian Bang Bang hits one of them, and then it's, like, a Highlander scenario. There can only be one. has to carry the torch. <sighs> so dark. <laughs> I, I wish you didn't say that. <laughs> Me too. I felt bad saying it, but it's fine. Uh, mm. You know, it's uh, RIP, and uh, we'll keep it, keep it moving. <laughs> Every time you say something terrible is when I cut to commercial break, and I see no reason to end that streak now. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, Garrett's going to donate to whatever charitable foundation they run, and I'm going to take a picture. And we're back. Garrett has made a generous contribution to the Olsen Sisters uh, Foundation for kids that don't read good, and we're ready to talk more about some kind of wonderful. Are yes? sperm donations uh, tax write-offs? Ew! I made a donation. Those kids can't read don't, good, and maybe my genetics will help read more no, kids that can read better. Either way, bad, right? Because either you're saying, ha-ha, I masturbated to the Olsen twins during a commercial break, or worse, <laughs> you're saying, oh, I masturbated to kids who don't read good? <laughs> Not to them, for them. For Oh, you said I dedicate this load in your honor? 
like an old school Norse god sacrifice. Odin, this is for you. Yeah, it's like pour some pour some out, you know. <clears throat> All right, for so those... for the dead homies, we're going to get back to some kind of wonderful. Okay. So Amanda's getting less popular. Her boyfriend Hardy's a dick. Watts is like, all right, I'll help you win uh, Amanda. And this is when, at this point, it should have been. Both Watts, why are you doing this to yourself? Yeah. And also, excuse me, Keith, you rube, she's into you. Yeah. Watts is like, oh, so you're going to go on this date with Amanda. Oh, wait, wait, actually, the most important part. So uh, the younger sister behind Keith, she's at the she's very concerned about climbing the social ladder. And she's telling all her girlies at the mall, like, oh, well, I'm the sister. and She's in with them. So I'm cool. So I'm going to go over to where Hardy is. Hardy's there with his goons, none of whom have names. They're like fucking Crab and Goyle from Harry Potter, but worse. Yes. Uh, And he's like. So the fucking younger sister is right behind Hardy, and he's like, yeah, so when we get Keith Nelson to this party, we will beat up Keith Nelson. And then younger Nelson is like, fuck, uh, and skedaddles. She goes home. Yeah. So she tells Keith, like, yo, and, and, and this is the part where things, wires get crossed. Um, she tells Keith, like, yo, I actually need to talk to you. I'm not trying to fuck with you right now. I heard Hardy at the thing. She Amanda's in on it. This is the mistake. Amanda's in mm. on it, and they're gonna beat you up at the party. Yeah. Because oh, because Hardy invited Keith to a party at uh, Hardy's house. Um, as if that's not just that's not even a trap. That is that's fucking Team Rocket digging a hole in the ground, and Ash yeah. Ketchum falls in it. I'm like, like, dude, I'm not. Even if even if he was trying to be sincere, it's like, dude, I'm not going to your ex's party. I'm not bringing like, you to your ex. Like this is too ancestral. Yeah, for me. both I'm like. like it's like going to an ex's wedding. Like, even if you're not going to assault me, it still sucks. <clears throat> it's still weird. Yeah, I don't want to watch this. So one way or another, he shouldn't have gotten to be more like your ex hosting your wedding. Nah, weird. So fine. Uh, younger sister tells Keith this and makes the mistake of a believing and misinterpreting that Amanda's in on this ruse scheme plan. Yes. Right. So, so he like took that super well because like they didn't do the traditional movie plot thing where it's like. So and so's just using you to fuck with someone. And they're like, you're just jealous because I won the spelling bee or like with some mm. dumb shit. Like it's like, oh no, you're my sister. You have my back. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, you may you may fuck with me and not get out of my room, but you said this earnestly and I believe you. Cool. Yeah. Um and also Watts is trying to make uh Keith jealous, and that's the part you mentioned earlier. And that, that guy was funny. That guy was good. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, you said there were no fucking jokes. He was funny. He was funny, but it's just like it's like a ninety-eight two. Oh, the ratio? Yeah. 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 It was, what was the joke? It's like, she said, like, I'm repulsed or something. And he's like, what does repulsed mean? Does that mean you want to go make out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of all the and words she just groans. Yeah. Um, well, she's pushing his. Oh, and I never give you the ones you have the answer to. What's that car? What's the shitty car that Watts drives? Oh, I didn't, well, honestly, it wasn't. It's like some sort of rat rod. I mean, I'd assume it's like a 40s Ford. I don't mm. even know. Internet told me Mini Cooper. Oh, shit. I was thinking of the one that she drives him around in. Oh, no, the, the shit box, not the nice one. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes that, that makes sense. I was thinking yeah. of the nice one. Yeah, the nice one. The, the nice one comes later. But anyway, so first, Watts tries to make jealous with a idiot boy. Idiot boy is too dumb, and Watts isn't having a great time. Um, also, there was a bit where, like, oh, Keith gets a ride home from Shane and from Amanda, mm-hmm. and Sh- Shane sucks. Unfortunately, yeah. I, I wish she was nicer because I was like, hey, I recognize your jawline. Um, she's a very distinctive head shape, doesn't she? She really does. Also, everything comes back round. 
because mm. this is unrelated, but the dude, yeah, the dude that has a crush on Watts, like has like the one super dangly gold earring that like mm. was big in the eighties and then died. And now all of a sudden Gen Z is bringing it back. What mm. is that? You know, now it's like every dude has one dangly gold earring and a, mm. and a middle part. What are the kids up to? You know, why, why can't they just, you know, do the shit that we thought was cool. Why can't they just listen to green day, blink One Eighty Two? Live in Napa. You they know? listen to, oh, time out. They listen to Olivia Rodrigo. So that's, uh, she's definitely. Good for, good for you, you know? Ah, I got uh, the song. Now the kids know I'm happening, even though it's just Paramore, but that's fine. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. She's discount Paramore. No disrespect. Um, yeah. So the Keith hears from sister, oh no, I'm going to get beat up. So he's, he's less friendly with Amanda. He's like, all right, when are when am I taking you out? It's a yes or no question. I don't fuck with I don't fuck with you anymore because I think you're in on a plot to beat me up. However, my plan to deal with this is stupid. Yeah. Um, but we, we we're bouncing around in this section here, and I just want to talk about one last part before we get to the climax. Okay. Okay. So Let's talk before we climax, Boca. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. Eye contact. And so, uh, what's his face? Eric Schultz is working on the cars and shit and watts is like you don't know how to kiss or do you know how to kiss do you know it, it sure would be a shame if you don't know how to kiss if only you had a female partner to practice with i'm like why are you hurting yourself like this hell she broke up with him earlier because she was giving him so much shit about like listen man we should stop hanging out because i'd yeah. rather it was like i'd rather you, know, you think good thoughts about me and not be in my presence than grow to hate me because i'm here and i was like damn she's really feeling it Yep. And nobody is saying the main thing. No. High school, I guess. That is. Make you know, we this podcast started from the idea of like we need to unbreak and deconstruct the tropes that are unrealistic within romantic comedies. And mm-hmm. if there's one thing, again, like if by chance we have a random 15-year-old listening in fucking Toronto, it's yep. like if shit or get off the pot. Mm-hmm. Don't torture yourself hanging around the person you're in love with and don't and not without saying anything just for the hopes that they will question mark yeah it's like the person that like leans up against the wall during a party or a dance and it's like maybe someone will just come up and think i'm cool because i'm leaning against the wall it's like no dumbass go go shoot enough shots a lot of them won't go in then one will go in and you're gonna have a great time closed mouths don't get fed watch if you're into keith for this long either decide to, well i guess maybe maybe in her head she decided listen i'm into him however we are friends i don't ruin the friendship so i'll just won't say anything fine she inserts herself into this shit no oh, yeah she wants to be part of it she is she you know uh she just went full cuck and she thought if i can cuck through to the other side maybe mm-hmm. i'll get him and she cucks through she cucks hard Jeez. to the yeah and she got a she got a little bit of play out of it where she was like, "Oh, you need to kiss somebody, so make sure you know how to kiss." So I was like, "All right, kiss me," and then they they make out a little bit, a smidge. Yep, they do. And, and then it like, was like that was a good it was a good kiss. It was a solid kiss. Yeah, solid kiss. Um, and so fine they they do, but and now it's kind oh the most important and most egregious part. Hmm. The most absurd part. It's like uh, Keith, like I said, the Keith's dad wants him to go to college. Fair. 
just double major in art plus something boring. Uh, he would Keith withdrew his college savings. Yeah, this was on some. This was next level dumb fuckery. This was because it's also like, did did he earn the college savings or was that his? I think it's from his work. work. Okay, okay, so that's that was part of it. Yeah, because I was like, then you can big go fuck yourself. But even still, it's like this is some of that short sighted shit that kids do, where you're just like, you want to. But at the same time, it's like when you like go to college, it's like at 17 they would not trust me with a cigarette, but at 18 I I can take out 150 thousand dollars in unforgivable student loan debt. It's like, well, <laughs> I, I give it. Eventually, you have to let people do it. Eventually, yeah. you have to what should I gradient it? Yeah. Oh slow it out but fine eventually you have to let people make a big decision um yeah, i would just look in first i'd say let's start i'm smoking and drinking young and making crippling financial decisions in the 20s when you frame it like that i'm like maybe neither but still <laughs> but, but just the idea of like fine he doesn't want to go to college okay risky you're a white man it'll be okay but not entirely because you also want to be an artist let me be yeah. fair yeah. um but what you were instead spending this money on that you worked for, for he clicked, labeled it as like kind of like his life savings yeah, yeah. was to go buy earrings. Bro, it's high school. Cubic zirconium, man. It's high school. Those are, you don't, you don't spend four years of savings on real diamond earrings for a girl in high school. You will know her for eight and a half minutes. Garrett. Yeah. Garrett. I thought you were going to be like, what's that carrot? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, say, I'm okay. saying your name. Uh, if I withdrew money intended to make me get to college, I know to buy jewelry for a white woman in high school. It's time to end it, man. You're down. Da- you're down. Well, he's not even down bad. That's just a dumbass decision. It's a dumb, and we who were like, it's a John Hughes movie. You gotta root for the power of love, or whatever the fuck. We're still like, okay, we're on board because you're cool, but I don't know what the plan is here, man. It's not a good plan. I mean, it's like you can't even flat. That's one of those things. It's like if you were dating someone that has a lot more money than you, but they've already seen where you live, what you have, and everything else, and then you ball out way over the top on one specific item. It's like, okay, now you're dead fucking broke, and it's not like you can fake your way to wealth. She already knows you don't have shit. So it's like now you don't have shit, and you don't have even more shit because you gave her your last dime, and you showed that you're – an idiot it, it was absurd it was obscene uh and, and at the same time he, he so he buys earrings he also gets a hookup at an amphitheater because now now he's tight with the hoodlums yeah. um the roughnecks and so those guys are great uh they are pretty good they just mobilized it was <laughs> wonderful they're they're fucking they're union union teamsters, and like, all right, so we're gonna we just rip the door off the amphitheater. We got the hookup to get you into the museum. We're also gonna hang some art up in a museum, which I'm like even once it's down, there's gonna be a hole in the wall, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they have sleeveless leather jackets. Yeah, you know, so fingerless gloves. Shout out Watts with the fingerless gloves and the drumsticks. I'm like, you are a main character. You yeah. are. Are you the one? Did you see that meme that's like, you know, uh, your doctor's cool when he comes in with the finger fingerless rubber gloves? I've never seen a doctor with fingerless rubber gloves. No, it's a meme. It's not real. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, is that a thing that other people's doctors have, and no. I just don't know? Okay, no, I was like, yeah, because that kind of dilutes the point, doesn't it? Hundred percent. 
Yeah, fine. So it's date night. Oh mm. my god, talking about how Watts is cucking herself. Uh, it's date night. She agreed allegedly. They got a nice car from I don't know where. And you said it was a 1940s Ford something. Yeah. Roadster. And uh, so she's dressed as a show. Everyone's it's the party night. We're going to go on the date. And then we're going to go to Hardy's party. And then we're going to tell him what's what. Yeah. How? How? Elaborate. So Hell, even he's getting uh, fucking Keith is getting ready. Mm-hmm. He's in the shower, right? This whole movie is a quick time event. Like it can only go one way because it was scripted to do so. You have no free. He has. You bet- he had no plan. It just happened because the script had it happen. You better hit those buttons right, or it's like you might die or just ruin your fucking life. Yeah. Um. So dad's like, get out of the shower. We need to talk. You withdrew all your money from the bank. Somehow there's no blockers on that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the nature of the account. Uh, he's 18. Why? Why, Keith? Even if you're not going to college, what the fuck are you doing with this money? But also, Dad, go I'm going to buy earrings for a girl at school because I'm a dumb fuck. Who, who at the time, I believe, is not into me. Yeah, that is a good point. Like, as, like if you forget the plot line, you're like, oh, it's because like the power of love. It's like, no, you're an issue is scamming you. Like, yeah. What's the play? At this point, Keith believes that Amanda's in with Hardy and them just to lure Keith to Hardy's party so Hardy and the boys can beat Keith up. It's a plot hole. So... Basically, the whole – if you believe that, mm-hmm. this whole e- – is it just wish fulfillment? Like, I may believe you're just trying to get one over on me. However, I did have a massive-ass crush on you, so I'm still yeah. going to spend – And if I give you every- the shiny, then you'll love me. It was the 80s. But I just love like, the shiny. Yeah, but still, just like, I would do, I'll, I'll, I'll go all in on the nicest date I could ever do with my current means – yeah. With expectation that I'll get beat. Is this the most <clears throat> magnanimous cuck we've ever seen? Yeah, this was this whole movie's one big one big cuck fest. It is Jesus levels of forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. I'm still gonna mm-hmm. do all this for you. Hundred percent. And he died. He did die. So not good. No. He they cucked so that Will could slap. You know, it was we're not the talking human, about it. I know, I know. It's the human evolution chart. OK, so the date Long starts. Uh, they go to a nice restaurant, I think was the first step and order some caviar. And he throws some shots. I'm like, what's the matter? I thought you're an uptown girl. How do you not recognize beluga caviar? You mm-hmm. you would know. Is caviar actually nice? I don't like it. It's very expensive and hard to get. Well, not hard mm-hmm. to get, hard to make. Then that's why it's expensive. But I just think it tastes like salty garbage. Yeah. Yeah. So fine. The caviar. But then, but then it's like a burger fine uh, and she liked that then they go there's the museum next they go they break into the museum with the help of a skinhead cool boy yeah uh, duncan because his dad duncan's dad works at the museum the dad should not be on board with this no um like for this for a cool date dad. for a kid you don't care that much about but somehow you're you're he's well, really, it's one of those duncan things where it's like you, you know in every like teen movie it's like mm-hmm. the boys sneak out of like their room to go on their big adventure and then like literally seven days pass on their big adventure and then they like sneak back in their bedroom and they're like into the movie and like the one plot hole that you don't think about as a kid is like so the parents didn't find their kids for a week and no one gave a shit while they were like investigating sh- the all of the goonies like it's yeah. just like no that's full full stop asking questions Truffle sh- yeah <laughs> fuck out of here perfect Fine. So they go. Oh, they go to the museum. Um, they look at the museum in the dark. I guess they had a flashlight, probably. And also, he has a 
painting of Amanda up on the wall in the museum, which would mm-hmm. be a flex that he did. So that is a big flex. That's mm-hmm. a nice move. Yeah. If this was a woman who cared about you. Um, yeah. but right now, this is the first date. You got too much dip on your chip. That's a lot. If you pull out a, 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 an oil painting that you do of your date on the first date, you're gonna, you're, he's gonna be wearing your skin at the end of the night. That's just facts. Yeah. Another thing for the the random fifteen year old living in Ottawa who listens to this podcast, doing too much is a thing. Yeah. Hold back. Hold, pull back. Maybe, maybe oil painting third date. You know. Yeah. Or the, never. Never is always an option. Or never. Or never. The more you know. Yeah. So and then and then it ends at like an amphitheater for no reason. Yeah. Um, but they make out a little bit. And I was like, okay. So do you? The you put a lot in on this, so I'm glad (laughs) the ball moved forward. But uh, yikes. Oh, is this where he gives you the earrings? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So he gives you the earrings. Fine. Reaction wasn't big enough. And and Watts is along for the whole ride. Dude. Poor Watts, I just, dude. I just get kicked in the lady dick over and over and over again. Watching your super, especially take your high school brain and be like, I'm going to watch my big old crush slash my only friend in the world because I come from like a neglected home. Mm-hmm. Wine and dine another woman. It's no self-respect. How many times have I mentioned death and suicide on this podcast? I think that's, well, that's the shit you look, though. You look back at like your mid-20s or your 30s and you're like, dude, what the fuck? Like it's like you, get, you look at all this shit. Thirty for a month, and I'm leaning in. I have crow's feet. I have gray hair. I have wisdom. My third eye is open, Boca. And you look back at the stuff you did in high school, and you just want to drink bleach. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm a big cringe at every decision I ever made. Person, I've, yeah. I've, I've said before, like if I got Freaky Friday at 17 again, I'll no. I'll live through just to undo every mistake I ever made uh, yeah. in middle and high school. Yeah. Except if you have to do high school again, you have to wake up so early. How do we do it? I don't know. To physically get to a space where you're getting like one hour of physics, an alarm goes off, one hour of English, an alarm goes off, eat lunch at 11 a.m., alarm goes off, gym. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I'll be puking and shit. Or morning gym, and then you're just going to be sweaty for the rest of the day. Because that that kids fun. don't shower in high school. No. no. Both because you don't Classroom have time. Classroom smells in. like old balls by 11 a.m. Oh my, I, I had a flashback to the middle school gym smell, and I was like, fuck. Hey, if Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy gets a candle, I think that should too. Middle school so, balls, you know. So, so, so they make it to the gym. They make they make it to Hardy's uh, party. Yeah. Um, at the very end, and again, it doesn't line up exactly with the plan. They they get into the party. One of Hardy's goons immediately alerts Hardy, like, "Yo, the boy's here. Let's beat the shit out of him." Um, he's there. Hardy says some rude shit because he's a rude mm-hmm. piece of shit yeah. who deserves nothing. Yeah. Uh, Keith lunges at him, and then the the boys pull him off. I love '80s movies because it's like the big popular jock guy that like is gonna kick your ass is just the same height, weight, and physical athleticism as the nerd. Like it's like he no one, people. there is no differentiating factor. He has goons, but like they somewhere in that they're like, what does he have that I don't? They're like, he's big and strong and will kick your ass, and it's like. I he's think he's bigger. just wearing his de- Is he though? I think he's just wearing like a bigger jacket. Or you don't think he's actually bigger? <laughs> it's like a puffer fish. Exactly. And the in the 80s, the more intimidating you wanted to be, the bigger the puff on the shoulders of your jacket were. And he has goons. That's all he has. It's true. Blame the Reagan administration. Fine. So like uh Keith gets pulled off and uh Hardy tells his goons, 
take him outside and beat the crap out of him. And Keith mm-hmm. is like, why don't you take me outside? Yeah. And he's like, no. He's like, well, fuck. That's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. And then thankfully, Duncan and the gang and the Teamster, Teamster Union boys uh, roll up on the party. Yeah. And this wasn't the plan. No. You got saved. You this Again, you had no plan with the earrings. You had no plan to get your ass out of the situation. You shouldn't have gone in the first place. You all should have just Stay head back home. to your house. I don't know. You're well, you don't have a house date. in 18. Yeah. You made out with your super crush in high yeah. school. Fuck it. Go fool around at a park. Fuck Plus, your to friend's a cuck. Just have her drive you over to, Ooh, like, let her leave. Mount give... Hump and just park it on the view. No. And then she can just, like, plug her ears, you know? Do you want do you want Watts to shoot herself in the front seat of that car while they're fucking in the back? It Let's... would. It would have made the movie spicier. It might you... have gone above 16 candles. Okay, but fine. So the, the that was terrible. That was awful. Oh my god, somebody's messaging me a work thing, ignoring them. Um so fine. They the the the, the goons, Duncan and the boys show up and they they they're just they got muscle and they're like, Yeah, yeah we're gonna turn this party out. Yeah. Uh and also Shane is into it. Yeah. <laughs> Which No, you keep going, keep going, keep going. It was out of nowhere. Fine, but it's like, yeah. Um, we're not, we're not, we're not going to, we're not going to touch Hardy. We're not going, we're not going to beat him up. We're just going to scare him a little. Yeah. I love how tight, uh, their boys, uh, Eric for Schultz life. and Duncan are now after just detention. Like once. also like every dude got to be hideous. Like it was like all oh, the bullies yeah. are like hideous. And then they're like, there's a bunch of single ladies here and they're all like dressed well and attractive. And then it's like a dude that's clearly 37 with a porn stash and like a ponytail and a receding hairline. That's like. And they like mm-hmm. like close in on both their faces. I'm just like, dude, was any dude fuckable in any movie that wasn't the leading man? Not particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, fine. So it's like, yeah, Duncan tells us, but we're gonna bring this party to a nice, respectable level. My boy over here is gonna fuck Shane, and uh, we are good to go. So that's that. And then fucking uh, Keith is leaving with Amanda. Oh, and Amanda's slap. Keith tells Hardy he's over. Why? Uh, Why? You're over, man. You're over. How? <clears throat> what What is the source of Hardy's power? He's rich. He's handsome. Air quotes. Mm-hmm. Amanda was not the source of his power. Yeah. So, like now, now his party getting kind of run over is gonna make him look a little bit like a limp dick. But and that might be that more. The work? social embarrassment might be why he's over. What What's it embarrassing? Everyone else. I mean. Why? Why are you embarrassed because you didn't kill Keith? Yes. Hmm. It's the eighties. True. True. Yeah. That's that's is if that's it maybe. But someone I was like, did lines off the script of this movie. Yeah, John Hughes. Uh, fine. And, and it, maybe it it helps that Amanda slaps Hardy yeah. two times. Yeah. Not hard enough. No. Um. Hard about <laughs> Zing. That was good. That was really good. Thanks. Thank Give you. Give yourself a pat on the back. Look at that. <laughs> Fine. And so, so they leave, they leave the party. And uh, yeah, then then it's then we find out that if you just cock hard enough, you get what you want in life. Nobody take that away as a lesson, even as a joke. Please save yourself pain. Because she's like, they like go out to the driveway, and she's like, yeah, like here are the here are the diamond earrings, or whatever. Like I know these were like for someone else, and I could like tell in your eyes there's someone else you want to give them to. And like he has that like long look with the chauffeur out of like fucking nowhere. You call the chauffeur. She's call not people Watts. yet. She's not people yet. 
That's easy. And then, uh, yeah, and then all of a sudden it's a, they play the romantic music, and then you know they're gonna hook up, and everything's gonna be just fine. But it's like I just, I don't know. It was an ass pull. They didn't have a way to end the movie. It ended this way because it has to end this way. Yeah. They could have saved everyone a bunch of time, money, and energy if they had just dated each other. Oh, uh, from the beginning? Yeah, 100%. I mean, there'd be no movie, but it really would have been better for them. What would it have <laughs> taken for Watts to make a move on him, especially this a teenage <clears throat> boy getting no play? Like, he, it, this isn't a fucking... You're not, there's not a lot of defense on this goal. No. I mean, she's a teenager, too, so maybe that's that's a big piece of it. Like, you know, it's just hard when you're young, I guess. I mean, going off this, let's just get to our usual questions, which I feel like the first one is obvious because it's a high school relationship, so they don't last. Yeah, they don't last. They don't last. They, they 100% don't last. Because no. remember, oh, we, we talked about the scene. He tell, Did we talk about the dad scene too much? I don't know if we got into it enough. Mm. High level? What, what else he got? Dad pulls him out. He's like, why did you take the money out? And he's like, I don't want to go to college. Like, okay, but what do you want to do? It doesn't explain. This kid doesn't dad. plan. He doesn't explain. I don't want to go to college. Even if you don't want to go to college, don't burn all your money on a first date with a girl who you shit. don't believe likes you. This man has no no future. He I'm no shaking vision. this kid. I'm yeah. shaking him. He deserves that. But even the dad said, "All right, fine." But like, what? You're going to buy her love? That's not good. No, uh, that. Yeah. So terrible. And and so yeah. now Watts has the earrings. Yes. It's like, well, fuck you. You really need to return those, man. Well, it's like, dude, yeah. If I'm watching, I'm like, dude, you got the receipt. I'm your friend. I actually know you're poor, and this was a stupid decision. Like, can we fucking, you know, take this back yeah. to K Jeweler or whatever Midwestern shit you got it from? I think it was probably a pawn shop. And so, fine. Uh, they don't last. It makes no sense. The dad was more reasonable than we expected him to be. So, not reasonable. Almost foolish. Because yeah. you know what? If you murder your son there, you get plausible deniability. You do. Uh, yeah. Um. Who did you love? Bullies were dope, but I didn't want to steal yours. Um, yeah. Shout out my boy Duncan. That's all we he got. He holds it down. Mm. Keith was cool, too. Keith was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're saying, like, if, it was a, if he was in high school today, he's cool. Fine, fair. Those yeah. are the two. He's soft-spoken, likes art, and can work on cars. That's cool. Hell, Watts is cool, too. Lady Everyone's Drummer. Cool. Everyone's yeah. 2022, cool. Yeah. Um, but they were 80s and, dorks. And I, I was, uh, Amanda Jones, Le- Leah Thompson's beautiful. Um, her her character grew, I guess. Like she was, she knew she, people attracted her and just used her looks, and then she yeah. became less of a shithead later. Um, One yeah. to ten. Uh, seven five. Six five. Mm. It was right. It was good. It was a movie was that existed. I don't. We, I it, might never watch it again, but it was right. I probably won't. In hindsight, we could have done Pretty in Pink, especially because I've never seen all of Pretty in Pink. Um, yeah. So. I don't. I'm not planning to call any audibles on the back half of the season, but we we could have. Um, but yeah, it was it was a cool movie, and it was good. It's very enjoyable. I, if it's shitty before 1995, is better than modern shitty. Because at least then it's like a history documentary. It's like oh yeah, yeah I remember that. Honestly, well, I yeah. don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's yeah. novel in that way. So yeah. It, it, and then also, Roger Ebert gave it three stars. That's high praise. Yeah, it has a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah, so got A minus cinema score. People enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
yeah, so that's our episode. That's what we talked about. That's some kind of wonderful. Um, you can follow us, find us on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast Bromance. Find me, Twitter, Instagram at Bocaloboco. Find Garrett on Instagram at GD Balliette. That's two T's and two L's. But yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Um, and we'll be back next week with broadcast news. Boom. That's another vocal pick. Yeah. Thank you, everybody.